from the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. As always, we're presented by... The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. The ballpark of the Palm Beaches, it's where we're hanging out on this Monday. This is a damn good way yeah. to start the week, if I may say so mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. Ballpark of the Palm Beaches, Jeanette Javier and I just field tripping it to start the week. Maybe after we're done with the show, we go have a bratwurst. Yes. Jeanette, that's all Jeanette's been talking about since she got here is, I can't wait to have a bratwurst. Yes, yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. Thing. Have a Have a drink, enjoy the afternoon, and uh, Why do you say bratwurst like that? What's up with the bratwurst? You, bratwurst. Got, you got an issue with bratwurst, bro? No, I love bratwurst. Okay. In fact, I would <laughs> I'm going to open hand slap you real quick. <laughs> say something, Bob. <laughs> uh, the uh, the the in a ranking of the tubed meats uh, of sports, okay. bratwurst is my number one overall pick. Uh, absolutely, yeah. Uh, so it's bratwurst followed by Italian sausage, followed mm. by kielbasa, followed by a Polish sausage, followed by a hot dog. Agreed. I will say this: a hot dog is the basement dweller of the tube meats. Come at me. No, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I have no nothing against it. Yeah. I will say hot dogs are situational. I feel like everybody... What does that mean? Like, when I went to Fenway Park, the hot dogs, they were huge. Okay, so they... So I had to have a hot dog at Fenway Park. They had, like, the size of a bratwurst. Yes. So... Well, here's the thing, though, because I've seen a lot of places with hot dogs that are long. Like, unnaturally so that was long. So that was what was up at Fenway Park. But, but okay, like, it's that's so, so cool. Great. I'd rather... I, An endless slob of ketchup and mayonnaise on top of it. It's great. Yeah, I'm more of a, a, a girth guy myself. Okay. Uh, that's what I appreciate. So, uh, but I the, do, too. I do, too. The bratwurst, the bratwurst gets it done. Like th- that, And, again, with the bratwurst, do you, do you put mustard on it? I don't like mustard. Oh, so what do you put on ketchup it? Ketchup and mayonnaise. Oh, Jesus, God. See, that's the thing. I'm glad you like bratwurst, but what is that? Ketchup and mayo ketchup. It's delicious. Is that like a Dominican thing? No, it's a, definitely a Caribbean thing, but you put ma- uh, mayonnaise <laughs> and ketchup together. You mix it all up. It goes well with everything. Eggs, steak, potatoes. You can put it on everything. It's great. I'm negligible on ketchup. I'm a big no on mayonnaise. I uh, love them both I was so actually much. raised as a Miracle Whip guy as opposed to uh, Ew. mayonnaise. Ew! What? It's sweet and delicious. Miracle Whip. Um, but but for I, I, I am... I come from a family that can't stand mustard, and that drives me crazy because I, I love mustard. I, I love yellow mustard. Nope. I love brown mustard. I love any sort of is mustard. Is honey mustard con- – No, I, honey mustard's trash. I what? want something with the tang. What? Yellow mustard, brown mustard, honey mustard, that that ain't it. Your condiment t- tastes that are trash. ain't it. So for a bratwurst, what you do is you have the yellow mustard. Disgusting. And then you have the sautéed onions. That is a bratwurst right there. And Ooh. I'm not a huge onion guy, but that's the way to go. Now, an Italian sausage, sautéed green peppers, yellow mustard. That's how you do an Italian sausage. I also come from an area of the country where ketchup isn't allowed on anything. In Chicago, if you put ketchup so- on tube meat... That's going to be an open hand. I have to an the issue face. with you people from Chicago. Why the hate on ketchup? What did ketchup do to y'all? Um, well, it all stems from the Chicago style hot dog. It's just tradition. You don't put ketchup on. Which it. to me, the Chicago style hot dog makes no sense. I, I agree with you that it's a stupid tradition from Chicago that the hatred for ketchup. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know the backstory, and I'm not going to advocate for it. What I'm going to say is I how do. I was raised. Oh well, I advocate no, that, for ketchup. Okay, that's fine. And I like. You I should li- have seen me when I was in Chicago. I pissed everyone off. 
I just put ketchup on everything. But I'm telling you, well, you're the one who's who's like into open hand slap. So uh, <laughs> it looks like you're just asking for one in that spot. But in the in the in the ranking of tube meats, here let's let's do this right now. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. What is your number one overall pick? as a tubed meat when it comes to sports stadiums, to sports delicacy. What's your number one overall tubed meat? And don't call and say something X-rated, because you know what? I'm going to send you an open-hand slap to the face. Give me a tubed meat. And the condiments that you put on said tubed meat. Sure, that's fine. And then where do you rank the hot dog? In the grand scheme of things, because I think that's important, too. It's situational to me. But Sometimes me, I crave a hot dog. Like, I think that's I don't. out of the top five. Oh, for yeah. Bye-bye. But Jeanette and I both say bratwurst is our number one overall pick as far as tube meats are concerned with sports. Yes. What's your number one overall pick for tube meats? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And Jeanette is right. Uh, condiment for said number one pick, tubed meat, as well. Uh, I want to give some praise to Dan Orlovsky. Because this is a man who I always knew just had it. Okay. Right? Okay. He was a man who always knew football. Just don't have him run across the back of the end zone with I was going to say, okay, okay careful yeah, with what you say there. That's a problem. Careful but with what you say. when it comes to knowing football and it comes to football takes, the man just knows what he's talking about. And it seems like I have found – sorry to spit all over you just there, uh, Jeanette. That was embarrassing. Um, uh, Slightly disgusting, Yeah, that was really okay. gross. I apologize for Y'all, that. Y'all, it was a sprinkler out yeah, here. Yeah, that was gross. Um, I found my vice president for my Chua fan club of Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. I've always been the president, but Dan Orlovsky is my VP. Okay. I reached out to him and told him this. Here is Dan Orlovsky from earlier this morning – on Get Up, discussing the Dolphins and discussing Tyree Kill's addition and what it means for Tua Tungavailoa. I think Tua becomes a top 12 player at the position. I just don't want people to expect him to become something that he isn't, nor has he ever been. And I know Teddy referenced, like, if he doesn't do his best Patrick Mahomes in moments, he's not Patrick. He's not going to be the guy that runs around and throws the ball across his body 40 yards. But I think that the Miami Dolphins with Tua and now with Tyreek Hill can become basketball on grass. And he basketball just has to play on grass. Elite level point guard. Oh, I would tell you this. So if hot. I had to ask everybody at home paying attention and people Pay on this show right it. now, what quarterback last year threw the ball at or behind the line of scrimmage most in the NFL? Who would Who, you Dan? say? Who? It's Patrick Mahomes. Oh, my God. Patrick Mahomes threw the ball at or behind the line of scrimmage the most last year in the NFL. Oh, weird. He just so happened to have Tyreek Hill. Oh. That's what's going to be this offense right now. And and I get your point, Teddy, of saying, like, he's got to throw the ball downfield. And you know this just as much as anybody. I think there's two ways you throw the ball downfield in the NFL. You either have a freakazoid, a, a Julio Jones, a DeAndre Hopkins, where you can go, my guy better than your guy, I'm going to throw it downfield. Or you've got to be phenomenal at the play-action pass. Mike McDaniel, He's their a, new head coach, is going to be phenomenal designing uh, stuff to preach. create chunks in that play-action game. And I just preach. think this offense is going to be uh, basketball on grass with their speed and physicality man. on the offensive line now. Ah, uh, man. You are. That, I man. wish everybody could have seen what Ken just said. He raised his hand like he was preach. literally praising Dan Orlowski right now. I subscribe to the Church of Dan. And he could not be more right. How about that? It's weird. It's weird. It's it's like I was talking about last week with yards in the air per completion. That number we were discussing last week um, where, where Tua, oh, he's got a rag arm. He can't throw the ball downfield. He sucks. 
But Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers had a lower yards in the air per catch than Tua Tungavailoa. Hmm. That's right. Mahomes, previous MVP, and the current back-to-back MVP, Aaron Rodgers. Huh. It's almost like Patrick Mahomes had... Tyreek Hill. What? Weird. Is it? It's Whoa. like Tyreek Hill can catch the ball at the line of scrimmage and then turn no game into twenty yards. What? Odd. Huh. Never heard such things. It's almost like not throwing the ball 60 yards down the field isn't a prerequisite to being successful in the NFL. But I'm just a guy. Who am I? Oh wait, Dan Orlovsky says it. Huh. Well, that's what I've been saying as well. Dan, I appreciate it. And this is why the, all the conjecture about Tua's arm and make or break year for Tua. The Dolphins went out, got him all the weapons. I mean, not just one weapon, but all the weapons. And I bet you're going to see a much different Dolphins offense, which a much different outcome, and a guy who's going to be able to stand in there instead of being sacked all the time or mm-hmm. pressured all the time. Mm-hmm. And when he has to rush a throw, use a safety valve, a one-yard pass, turns into a 20-yard gain. Weird how that happens, right? How excited are you for this upcoming season? I, I feel like you're about wait. to jump off this table right now. I wish training camp started tomorrow. We're still a month from the draft. There's still a month from the draft. I looked at it this morning, and I'm like, wait a minute. I, like, I thought I woke up this morning thinking, oh, the draft is like two weeks away. No, we're four weeks away from the draft because the NFL has to have the month of May for the draft. Mm. End of April, beginning of May. That's lame. Yeah. I miss the good old days. <laughs> good old days where we just had the draft. Well, uh, you're, you have to get yourself together because you're about to lose it right now. But this is what I'm saying about the Dolphins. They are so much closer to the Bills now than Bills fans want to admit. They are so fur- they're so much further away from the Patriots than Patriots fans want to admit. They're so far away from the Jets that it's like trying to find Pluto in the night sky. I mean, it's not even in the same realm at this point. The fact that the Jets missed out on Tyreek Hill and the next day they had a celebratory tweet to announce that they re-signed Joe Flacco. What a poverty (laughs) franchise the Jets are. I mean, honestly, Jet social media, here's a pro tip. When it comes to PR, you probably should have waited a week to throw out the Joe Flacco tweet, okay? Almost as bad as last season's Andy Dalton's QB1. Oh, QB1 right after they signed him like Bears fans. (laughs) We're going to be, oh, retweet, retweet, retweet. So excited. Yeah. No, like if I'm a Jets fan and you go through the two hours of, is it going to be the Dolphins or Jets for Tyree Kill? And then the Dolphins get Tyree Kill. And like 12 hours later, the Jets are trying to get you pumped for Joe Flacco. Woo! I would turn in all of my Jets memorabilia and walk into the Atlantic Ocean. Like, that would be it. That would be absolutely it. A slow walk, too. Yeah, a slow walk. Absolutely. Uh, By the way, we're still talking tube meats. Uh, What is your number one overall pick in terms of tubed meats at sporting events? Jeanette and I have the same number one pick. It's bratwurst. Mm -hmm. Where I have hot dogs, then, out of my top five. And a bratwurst for me is sautéed onions and yellow mustard. For you, it's ketchup and mayo, right? Yes. All right. So what is your number one pick? Two meats at sporting events. Also, where does the hot dog rank, and what's the condiment you put on number one tubed meat? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And tweeted us at KLV1063. We're underway at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches, the Marlins and the Nationals. First day in action here in West Palm Beach. <laughs> but let me just paint a picture for you, okay? Wispy clouds yes. in a blue sky, mm. right? Bright sunshine, light breeze. The smell of Delicious food. Yeah. 
I, we're smelling the bratwurst right now. You smell the beer. It's lingering in the air. You have temperatures mm. in the upper 70s, green grass. A refreshing wind that blows through. Yeah, just a, a light little breeze here. You've got the burn, the grassy burn beyond the outfield wall, 360-degree concourse, beautiful uh, overhang behind the plate where you can get out of the sun for a bit and have a cocktail. All of these things are what we're enjoying right now yes. here at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. You need to come out here. We've only got minimal time left for spring training. What a week, right, Jeanette? Yeah, absolutely. Like a week left of spring training. So get out yep. here. Say, hey, boss, sorry, I ain't working today. I'm taking the day off. <coughs> I'm sick. And get out to the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. Get your tickets. It's the spring training home of the Washington Nationals and the Houston Astros. That's ballparkpalmbeaches.com. Get your tickets. Ballparkpalmbeaches.com. Tomorrow, the Astros play. Jeanette's going to be the in-game host. Come hang out. Come say hi to her. Come yell, Ken Levick alive or Ken Levick sucks or Jeanette rules, whatever you want to do. <laughs> ballparkpalmbeaches.com. That's ballparkpalmbeaches.com. The ballpark of the Palm Beach is the best damn spring training facility you are going to find. You know what I would love for somebody to yell tomorrow? What? Bratwurst! Oh, yeah. That would be good. Go brats? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Go brats! People are like, what the hell is he talking about? And then about? I'm just going to say, yay! <laughs> Do not walk up to Jeanette, though, and open hand slap her. No, I would. No, absolutely no. not. Because while she advocated it for it earlier... She doesn't want to be in the receiving end of that. No, because then I might throw it right back. Yeah, that's, that's not right. going to be pretty. Yeah, Jeanette, Jeanette is not afraid to uh, <laughs> return the favor. Uh, but your number one overall picked tubed meat at a sporting event, and what is the what? What are you putting on that? What do you put on that tube meat? Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Back to the Dolphins, real quick. Um, I'm finding that Bills fans. They have the Dolphins' name in their mouth an awful lot mm -hmm. after the Tyreek Hill trade. And you know what that means? That means they feel threatened. Yes. Like, if you look into the psychology of that, Bills fans, oh, we've got Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, we're fine, no issues. One, that team, that fan base is still shook from what happened against the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. And it's a long, long, long offseason for them. And two... They're a little bit nervous, right? Mm -hmm. Like they're they're definitely a little bit nervous uh, about what the Dolphins are because they're the only other team in the division going for it. The Patriots, they're just meh, there, whatever. Yeah. And the Jets are just sort of, well, they exist. We'll put it that way. They exist. They are a team. They uh, are an NFL franchise. But what you're seeing from Bills fans, oh, making fun of Tua, making fun of Tua, making fun of Tua, ragarm. Oh, it's nothing. We have a corner that can cover uh, Tyreek Hill. They're nervous. Oh, for sure. They're absolutely nervous. They're definitely shook about it. And I think the the more the more elements or the more pieces the Dolphins have put together, and then from my perspective as a big Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan, uh, you know, that's my number one team. But yep. I guess my number two team is the Miami Dolphins. It's kind of sh shocking everything that they're doing yeah. out of nowhere. Because they're going for it. I mean, that's the thing. The Rams went for it. The Bucks went, went for, for it. it. Okay? And so, for me, Bills fans are definitely shook. Bills mm -hmm. fans are definitely shook. They don't want to admit it. But that's where the making fun of Tua comes from. And then Jets fans. Jets fans. You're not even in the same stratosphere as the Dolphins right now. There is not one singular position on the football field where the Jets are better than the Dolphins or yeah. even appreciably in the discussion. But you know those Jets fans, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, just like shut up. Well, know your spot. Know your spot, know your place, and right now it's not good. And, and if you're a Jets fan and you think that making fun of Tua is something that is acceptable for you, 
Guess who's 4-0 against you in his career? <laughs> oh, yeah, Tua. Okay? So, Jets fans are not even on the radar of nope. the Dolphins. That is basement dweller, sure thing, last place <laughs> New York Jets football for. That is the hot dog of the division. Okay? Just Yeah, they are the hot dog of the AFC East. Uh, <laughs> it's a discussion about whether or not the Bills or the Dolphins are the bratwurst of the oh, AFC East. I, I still would say it's the Bills or the bratwurst. Yeah. So, yeah. But the Dolphins... It's like a half-eaten bratwurst, you know? <laughs> You're still trying to maneuver through it, but you know it's good. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, let's go to Aaron in Boynton. What's up, Aaron? So I got uh, my favorite two to meet by far, Yankee Stadium <laughs> okay. in New York. I'm a New Yorker. All right. They got an Italian sausage Ooh. on, like, the best roll ever with Ooh. some sautéed onions, All some, right, some grilled peppers. Okay. Fantastic. And then I got a two a point to make, you know. Yes, please do. Anybody that says anything bad about Tua knows nothing about football. This guy, when he got hurt, he lost all his confidence. They didn't surround him with anything. Yeah, Jesse Davis at right tackle and freaking Eichenberg at left for some yep. point of the season. No help, no receivers. Devontae's always hurt. This year, they're going to ball out. They may win the division. They have to beat Buffalo first, but... To say Tua is a bust or or that he's not good, can't throw the ball downfield, go watch the national championship game when he replaced Jalen Hurts, and that's all I have to say to you. Aaron, that's amen. All I have to amen. Appreciate that. And by the way, uh, appreciate the call. The Italian sausage with the sautéed onion on a roll that's, with sautéed peppers. Oh. I think I could get into that. That's just me. I think I know. I think oh. sometimes Italian sausage doesn't get the proper amount of respect that it should, too, because Italian sausage rules. I think an important element about eating, consuming tubed meats is how messy you get. Like, the messier yeah. the tubed meat delicacy is, yeah. the better. And I feel like the Italian sausage with the onions, ooh, now, that's messy. And I, I will love it. also, Aaron brings up a good point, the bread what surrounds the meat is important, too, because oh. a, a, a regular run-of-the-mill hot dog bun, it's just sort of meh. But say you use a Kaiser roll mm. or a French roll. Sucks up the juice. Yeah, and then and then that's the real stuff right there, right? That's, it's, it's, it's like a reward. Yeah. But don't overdo it with the rolls because if you try to down two or three brats or Italian sausages with the rolls, a little bloated. Stop telling people how to Especially live their life. I know. If but they want to get bloated, then they get bloated. Let them eat what they want to eat. <laughs> Let them eat. Let him eat. Because you know what? I get, I'm get. i personally attacked by that. I have been. <laughs> I feel personally attacked. Exactly. Uh, uh, you're just man. asking to be open slap, open hand <laughs> slap today, Ken. Uh, Will Smith has opened up a Pandora's box of open hand slapping. Uh, by the way, let me tell you about Brightline. I was thinking about it all weekend. You realize, Jeanette, the Heat played on Friday and Saturday at the FTX Arena. Also, it's spring break yeah. in Miami. Also, Ultra was this weekend Ugh. in Miami. God help you if you got in your car and drove down to Miami for anything nope. this weekend. Mm -mm. If you did it, you're a blockheaded moron. You know what you should have done if you took your car? Is take the bright line. You know what makes you extremely smart, rocket science smart? Is if you took the Brightline. Absolutely. Go Brightline.com. The Brightline app, that is how you use Brightline. There is no reason. I'm clapping. No reason to take your car anywhere in South Florida for an event. Okay? Well done. Yeah. Miami, Fort Lauderdale, West Palm. That's where the stations are. Uh -huh. Okay? Mm -hmm. You get on. For me, I like the premium seating. Snack. Mm. Drink. Mm. You get on the train. It's like first class on a plane, except you're on a train. And you get snack. 
and you get served a drink, and you hang out, and you kick your feet up, and you enjoy your life. It is stress-free. There's no red brake lights. There's none of that nonsense. You kick back, relax, and say, boy, I can't wait to get to my final destination. That's Brightline. I'm, just trust me, it lowers your blood pressure. It's legitimately healthy for you. Go Brightline.com and the Brightline app. Get your tickets. That is how you get through South Florida with Brightline. Speaking of, we're Brightline on the move. We're at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. She's Jeanette Javier. She works here sometimes. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the NHR and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Live on ESPN 106.3. Ballpark of the Palm Beaches. It's awesome to be out here. Spring training rules. Jeanette Javier, who decided it was a good idea to go party on a Sunday. I'm Ken Levicka. <laughs> we are presented by... The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA Sport. Oh, young people. You're not wrong. Young people. It seemed like a really good decision to go out and enjoy a Sunday evening out. And, oh, boy, what a way to start the week hungover. I know it's stunning, but I do have thoughts on going out on a Sunday. Real quick, though, I want to get back to to the Will Smith slap of Chris Rock. That's how we did the start of our show. Mm -hmm. we, We spent the first full damn hour of the show talking about the Oscars last night and an open hand slap. But these are the hypotheticals that I'm talking about where what if it was this person? What if it was this person? But it wasn't that person. That's the point. Emily Porter, I don't know who she is. She's a doctor apparently on Twitter. Um, Tweets like this I've seen throughout the course of the day. Just a reminder that if Will Smith had slapped Betty White for a joke she made, she easily could have fallen backwards, cracked her skull, and died of a brain bleed. Same with Bob Saget, obviously. Violence is never okay. Well, first of all, that hypothetical is stupid because both of them are dead. Oh, my God. So it doesn't matter. Betty White, dead. Bob Saget, dead. Not a good hypothetical because they're dead. She's never been slapped. (laughs) Yes, and even so, I doubt Will Smith would walk to the stage if Betty White was alive and kicking and made a joke like that and slapped Betty White out of her shoes. Okay? Oh, my God. Like, stop being dumb, people. Oh, my God. Chris Rock made a joke. Will Smith knows that he is bigger and stronger than Chris Rock. Chris Rock... By the way, the reason Will Smith does something like that is because he knows Chris Rock ain't going to do anything. You think Chris Rock you never has been know. Often, often been in physical confrontations? People surprise you, okay? That's why well, you I never guess throw Will the Smith first punch. Will Smith surprised us with the open hand slap. Exactly. You never throw the fr- first the punch. The Fresh Prince did what? But everybody just relax. Everybody just breathe, okay? Because if this happened at a post-Oscars party and not on stage, it would be a blip on the radar. Uh, it would... A total blip on the radar. Yep. Okay? Uh, so, uh, real quick, because I've got some basketball points I want to get to, but you went out on a Sunday? I went out last night, yes. it was. Oh, it's not even Sunday day, but Sunday night. It was started during the day. Uh, I made lunch and dinner plans. And then uh, dinner. So lunch plans was at a brewery. And that was easy. That was just three beers. And I was like, all right, good to go. Okay. I'm fine. But then we had dinner. And my friend, he's from out of town. And he cooked a close group. It was rabbit. Um, Wait, and what? Some, he, made, he made rabbit. I did not see that coming. Yeah, it was that, so I, good. I if you've never had rabbit. There. Who are your friends? Like Davy Crockett? <laughs> <laughs> he what just wanted happening? to make rabbit. It was yeah, great. Do you, do, you, do, you, do you hang out with outdoorsmen on a regular basis? I guess so. I guess so. But, you know, my contribution was the wine, and there was a lot of wine. The wine was flowing. What wine goes best with rabbit, if I may uh, A good ask? Pinot Noir. 
Oh, real? Yes. Is that for real, or are you just saying I because you know it. I just drink Pinot all the time? No, I'm no, no, no. Try a rabbit with Pinot Noir. Get off the <laughs> tube meats. Have a rabbit. Can you put rabbit in a tubed meat? Most likely. Okay. You've I seen these outdoorsmen. <laughs> You've seen these outdoorsmen do wild things with their game, but uh, I don't even know what that means. All right, no, no, just continue on. Um, uh, uh, I, I am so thrown off right now. The rabbit thing, totally. I wanted to ask about you going out on a Sunday, and then we got into a discussion about eating rabbit. Yes. But so you went out willingly, went out on a Sunday night. Yes, I did. Oh, I went. God. They wanted to go to a video arcade bar. I can't even talk. A video arcade bar that we frequent often. And it was one of those conversations like, listen, I have a very busy week. I cannot be going out here going crazy. This is Plus, it's a Sunday night. I have to be an adult. But the biggest mistake was that two of my friends were off today. Uh, so they could just get after it. Yes. So they that was day to the our expectations uh, weren't the same. But and you, I wasn't driving at this point because I already it. four glasses of wine right, in from the dinner. Right. But you caved. You caved and decided, oh, YOLO. Well, as the only female of the group, all the guys are very generous, and they kept buying me drinks. Yeah, that's what happens. If, if my hand was empty, they were very nice, very gentlemanly, so I can't yeah. complain can't no. about it. Right, right. And I'm, and I'm not going to be rude. Who am I to turn down a drink like that? I am, I am getting nauseous just thinking about the thought of going out on a Sunday night. And I know I look over at Dave MacGyver Druda, and we are of a similar age and responsibility level, uh, and... I can see him cringing as well. So I can't even think about Like day drinking on Sunday, I'm okay there. But Sunday night going out, it, it that makes me physically nauseous. So there's something that I'm going through that maybe you can help me realize that I am in complete denial that I can't drink it, like I used to. Uh-huh. I'm going through that phase in my life where but, I'm like... yeah. Yeah, in early 30s, that was about when, because I started getting washed at 25. I've talked about it before. 25 was when I started realizing that the early symptoms of washed were, uh, okay. were showing up. But then early 30s is when, oh, my God, I really can't drink like I used to or else I'm uh, pretty much uh, I'm, I'm bedridden for two days after the fact. For sure. I didn't go to the gym. I feel like I'm lagging naturally. Yeah. Not only that, but then some guy's number, he gave it, I saved it by the wrong name because I couldn't <laughs> even remember what it was. So That's was why that. you need to save guys you meet out. You save them in your phone as like their appearance. It makes it a lot easier for you, okay? Yeah, I like, just put the name in where they meant him. Short guy, wonky eye guy. No, because then my issue is I'm going to hope that it was the other tall guy. So then I'm going to be like, which uh, tall guy was it? And it's it. not going to be fair. Got it. And got then it. if I were to see the said person. But how is that any better than wrong name guy? I have no idea. Right. So he that's was, what I'm saying. But it's okay not to go out on Sunday night. Going out on Sunday night. I can't remember the last time I went out on a Sunday night. It had to have been in my early 20s. It's not the best decision no. I've made. When is the last time you've gone out on a Sunday night? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Jeanette went out on a Sunday night and I was paying the price on a Monday morning. I don't even want to think about the thought of going out. On a Sunday night. When's the last time you went out on a Sunday night? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Lawler and Associates, personal injury attorneys. Pat Lawler, he's our sports agent insider, our sports law insider, but he also is the best damn personal injury attorney you're going to find. Lawler and Associates, personal injury attorneys. They have decades of trial experience looking out for you. Automobile accident. 
boating accident, motorcycle accident, any personal injury matter. And it's scary if you've ever been a part of one of those things. You don't know where to turn to. You need someone you can trust. And down here, it is tough to find a personal injury lawyer that you can put your full trust behind. Pal Lawler is one of the few. And that's why I messed with that guy because he's awesome. Pal Lawler, Lawler & Associates, personal injury attorneys, wanttolawyerup.com. Free consultation. Some lawyers make you pay for that consultation. Yeah. <laughs> Free consultation. Wanttolawyerup.com. That's wanttolawyerup.com. Pat Lawler, Lawler & Associates, personal injury attorneys. Basketball point number one. Mm-hmm. Let's go. What is the other sports equivalent of Duke and North Carolina meeting in the Final Four? Because we are, we are approaching on Saturday night from New Orleans a clash of the two biggest brands in college basketball. And I'm sure UCLA fans will say, but what about us? Your Kentucky fans, what about us? No. Duke, North Carolina is college basketball's greatest rivalry. Mm-hmm. And it has been like that for 40 years. Those are the two brands. This is unheard of. And it's Coach K's final year. That's must-see television. And I am not a Coach K guy. I thought I was going to go into the tournament openly rooting for Coach K. But I am swept up in the fact that the greatest college basketball coach of all time is two wins away from a national championship in his final year. And his team has decided it has found out about itself and found its identity at exactly the right time. And now they're taking on their rival that beat Coach K in his final home game Mm -hmm. as a coach at Duke. What is the other sports equivalent like Cowboys Packers Super Bowl? No, that's not even possible. No. So I'm an idiot. Uh, What would be, uh, I don't know, Steelers, Cowboys, and we saw that at one point. Uh, is there is there an NFL equivalent? Like, the Cowboys have to be a part of it, I think. What Who comes out of the AFC that is all time? I guess it's got to be Cowboys and Steelers, and we already lived that uh, back when the Cowboys were still, like, championship relevant. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. Unless it's, like, the Raiders and the Cowboys. Mm. But in Vegas, that cheapens the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what the football equivalent is. Baseball, the Yankees and the Cardinals, or like a Yankees Cards Cards World Series. Are those the two biggest brands in baseball that could hook up for a for a uh, with a championship on the line? Yankees Red Sox. No, oh, that's it, we've seen Yankee, that plenty in the yeah. ALCS. So Yankees, yeah, Yankees Cards. I think it has to be, and then like. I guess if you're going to basketball, that one I feel like is Lakers-Celtics. No yes, matter what. absolutely. And we've, absolutely. We've seen that plenty. So mm-hmm. we have seen that. We've seen that equivalent. That's the equivalent in, in the NBA. The equivalent in the NFL, though, I just don't know. Mm-hmm. What is the, what's the NFL equivalent of Duke, North Carolina playing in the Final Four? What would be the NFL equivalent of the two biggest brands getting together for a championship, and I get it. This isn't for the national championship, but this is the final four. This is the biggest spectacle, even bigger than a Monday night national championship game. What is the biggest brands in the NFL equivalent of what we're going to see with Duke and North Carolina? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Then there's the Canes losing yesterday to Kansas. Canes fans, if you feel anything other than pride for what the Canes did then you just don't have your priorities in order. Mm-mm. You you actually don't know Mm-mm. what you experienced over the last mm-hmm. couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Kansas is likely going to win the national championship. Mm-hmm. They are the best team left in the tournament. 
They had a an overwhelming second half yesterday. Oh, the officiating was terrible. No, the officiating had nothing to do with that. Kansas played the most lights-out defense of any team we have seen in the tournament to this point, and Miami didn't have enough. No. And it's as simple as that. And just because you got bombed out in the second half doesn't mean that there's nothing but overflowing pride you should have in what the Canes have become as a program, what this season turned out to be, but you should be nothing but happy with what Miami did with that basketball program. I think you said it perfectly that you didn't really enjoy what the Canes did if you're upset or if you have any negative feelings. Miami wasn't better than Kansas. No. And Miami had the lead at halftime. That in and of itself is a win. And that's what you, you guys need to relish upon. Yep. Absolutely. And then there's the heat. And wah, I, wah. Yeah, this is becoming a problem where I'm not sure I can defend it anymore. Uh, the loss to the Knicks, as bad as the loss to the Sixers was with a bunch of uh, subs, as bad as the loss was to the Warriors, including the sideline confrontation with the Warriors not playing Steph or Clay or Draymond. Mm-hmm. The loss to the Knicks, first home loss to the Knicks since 2016. And again, the Knicks. That one stinks. They didn't have Julius Randle. That's the low point. Yes. Forget last night. If the Heat won the last three games like they should have, you get blown out by the Nets, it doesn't matter. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. You just turn the page. But it's becoming harder and harder to turn the page now. Uh, the Heat are um, are starting to look bad. Not just struggling, but bad. And you realize there's like six, seven games left in the regular season. I don't feel good about them carrying any sort of momentum into the playoffs. And it's better for them matchup-wise if they plummet out of the one seed, but I didn't think this would be a free fall out of the one seed. It's everything that can go wrong has go wrong. From the fighting, from the losing, from everything. It's it's really sad what's going on with the Heat right now. And there's time to turn it around, absolutely. And I'm not going to completely wave the white flag. What I am saying, though, is that you're delusional if you think that this is just a hiccup. There are deep-seated problems, especially with the offense. The fact that you have to rely on Tyler Hero for everything, the fact that the Heat can't run anything out of the half court, that is a monumental problem. And it's been the issue all year, but they've made up for it in other ways. But now it's really starting to crack them. And now Kyrie's playing full-time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And everybody's coming together, getting healthy, except for Ben Simmons because he's made of porcelain. But this is a problem for the Heat. This is a massive problem for the Heat. And acknowledging it doesn't make you a bad fan. It means you're realistic. The Heat have bad problems right now, and I think the goal line has moved. They aren't the favorites in the East any longer. No, they're not. I mean, the Celtics are, I think. I don't – again, look what's happened with the Heat. If you think they're number one right now, you're absolutely yeah. wrong. You're yeah. not looking at what is internally happening. Right, right. Uh, and externally happily, yeah. happening. Yeah. Like, what yeah. they're putting out on yeah. the court is clearly not East Championship material. It's completely different from the team that was here two months ago. Yep, without question. Uh, let me tell you about Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. That's where I got my Kia K5 GT. It's where you're going to love your car buying experience. It's a tough time right now because gas is sp- so expensive. Everything is so pricey. That's why you need something fuel efficient. It's why you need some place that's going to make sure that your wallet doesn't get busted. And that place is Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. So easy to get to, so easy to find. Military Trail, half mile south of Palm Beach International Airport in West Palm Beach. Greenway Kia West Palm Beach has a credit clinic on site. They are looking to help you. Make sure that you don't, you know what I'm talking about, those sleepless nights where you're laying awake in bed wondering, how do I pay for this? How do I pay for this? How do I pay that bill? How do I pay that bill? Greenway Kia West Palm Beach knows that. 
They have people that have been there. They understand that. I can speak about it because I've been there. So I'm telling you as someone who has lived this, Greenway Kia West Palm Beach wants to get you in an automobile that is not going to blow up your wallet, okay? That's Greenway Kia West Palm Beach, GreenwayKiaWestPalmBeach.com. Check out the selection beforehand, then check them out. Military Trail, half mile south of Palm Beach International Airport. Greenway Kia West Palm Beach, GreenwayKiaWestPalmBeach.com. We're the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. We're field tripping it. She's Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Getting back to our two meets conversation for a moment, uh, my father actually uh, weighed in up in the Chicagoland area, uh, Greg LaVica. He was commenting on your condiment selection, by mm. the way, for bratwurst. The mayo ketchup? Yeah, uh, whatever. Uh, so... Uh, uh, bratwurst, that's both, Jeanette, my number one overall pick when it comes to tubed meats. Uh, but I go with what I believe to be a much more traditional yellow mustard Ew. and sautéed uh, onions. Better. Whereas Jeanette puts mayo and ketchup mm-hmm. on it. What do you call it? Mayo ketchup. Kukuchu? Mayo ketchup. Mayo ketchup, okay. <laughs> Is that just mayonnaise and ketchup, like yes. slang in Spanish? Got it. Very original. Um, so... <laughs> My my father texts, mayo and ketchup is nothing but poor man's 1,000 island dressing. And you know what? I love it. I He's love it. He's not wrong. You know what my favorite, meal, my favorite meal is one of the poorest people meals ever. It's uh, white rice, a fried egg on egg, top, yep. and mayo ketchup on top. Uh-huh. That's my favorite. And the Dominican Republic, it's literally called the, poor the person The Cuban food. side of the family, absolutely. I am I am fully aware of the uh, rice and egg. Oh, it's uh, my favorite. You know, yeah. I should have had some for this hangover. I'm <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, bad job by you. It's oh, terrible. and uh, breaking news again, as we discussed, uh, Jeanette went out on a Sunday night. If that, the mere thought of doing something like that puts you in a cold sweat, well, then you and I are in the same age range, okay? You can tell Jeanette's early 30s and very few responsibilities. Certainly no kids. <laughs> the only people that go out on Sunday nights, uh, they're not married, nope. and they don't have kids. Nope. Jeanette, not married, nope. doesn't have kids. Nope. That's why she's going out on a Sunday night. Uh, <laughs> hey, this is for everybody, not just those of you who are not married and don't have kids. Foot and ankle pain, it affects all of us, right? We've all been there. We've done that. Not fun. If you're experiencing that and you need to see an expert in the field, have I got the place for you. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. They have a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians and leading-edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare for more more information today, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash orthocare. Since we have a couple of minutes left, uh, I wanted, and I'd be remiss, especially with Jeanette here as well, if we did not uh, recognize the passing of, and this is not hyperbole, the single greatest influence on women's sports and the single greatest woman athlete of all time, Joan Joyce. Joan Joyce, longtime Florida Atlantic softball coach, but it goes so much further than that. Joan Joyce, before women's sports got the proper attention that they deserve, before Title IX, and by the way, Joan Joyce, she's the one who inspired 
Title IX. For those, oh, why do women get similar uh, athletic rights to, to men? Well, one, because they should, and two, because Joan Joyce proved that women absolutely have worth when it comes to athletics, that they can make headlines, that they can draw um, cultural relevance and money. So the greatest softball player of all time is Joan Joyce. Joan Joyce famous for striking out the great Ted Williams mm-hmm. in his prime in an exhibition when she was a member of the legendary Resbestos Breakettes. She has the all-time strikeout lead in women's softball history. But it's not just that. She's not only the greatest softball player of all time, guess who to this day holds the record for least amount of putts in a single LPGA round? Joan Joyce. Yes. That's right. One of the all-time greats when it comes to women's golf. Not only that, she also competed and started on the U.S. women's national basketball team. Incredible. A true athlete everywhere. She was the most competitive person I have ever known. She, uh, a championship coach at Florida Atlantic with a softball program that uh, basically exists to the level it does because of Mm -hmm. her. Mm -hmm. Um, But she passed away yesterday. Uh, Robin Roberts, Good Morning America, tweeting about her. Every softball program across the, the country at the college level tweeting about her, their condolences. Joan Joyce was a legend. Uh, I had the honor of uh, writing part of the foreword for uh, her book that was her biography that was written by Tony Renzoni several years ago. Uh, but what a loss to not only women's sports, but to sports as a whole. Joan Joyce was the greatest women's athlete in history. But as a female or just as a human, I'm so grateful to have had her influence in my life. I, I worked with her on my time at FEU Athletics and just her, she's an inspiration to all women in sports and just the sporting world in general. And she's, she was such a light for that program. Yep, absolutely. So Joan Joyce, uh, our condolences to the family, our condolences to everybody at Florida Atlantic and certainly within the softball program. But we lost a legend, Joan Joyce hopefully today because this was not the case I think when she was alive hopefully today she gets the proper respect she has always deserved for being the all-time goat Mm -hmm. when it comes to women's athletics there is no other woman in history that will contribute as much to women's sports as Joan Joyce did she was an inspiration to title nine the ballpark of the Palm Beaches come on out for the rest of the week, Jeanette will be out here tomorrow. Yes. Don't pass up this opportunity. It's the last week of spring training. Jeanette Javier, I'm Ken Levicka. Great stuff all around. Thanks to Dave Druda. Thanks to Cyrus Whitting back in the Anna John Levine Accident Attorney Studios. We've been live on ESPN 106.3.